0: Welcome to Outrageously Unnecessary. I am here with Stephen today. Hello. Um, hi, Stephen. And up? by the way, this is Haley speaking. Um, so, welcome to Outrageously Unnecessary. This is a podcast where we talk about uh, all the stupid crap that the wealthy have spent their riches on throughout history uh, because, as long as people have had money, they have found dumb things to spend it on. Uh, so I think that we've got some good stuff today. And um by the way, I wanted to introduce Steven as my second co-host. He I've I've upgraded him. He's no longer just a guest. I've he's he's as much dedicated to this as I am and uh as Katie sometimes is. So <laughs> So uh well welcome to your new status, buddy.
1: Hey, I am so excited. You know it's uh it's good to be recognized. It's good to be part of something. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm stoked.
0: <laughs> You're excited to have your talents just like pinned up there on the board. Gold you, star. You got it.
1: You know, I mean, I kid you not. As a being in kindergarten, elementary school, I lived for those gold stars. Lived mm-hmm. for them. So
0: absolutely. Yeah. So I'm just going to make sure I got my little sticker book out and I'm just going to pin that like, right there on your on under your trapper keeper.
1: Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I appreciate nice. that. but
0: in any case i'm very glad that you've been upgraded because that means that we're going to be hearing more of you and uh you keep sending me the best ideas we're like have you heard of this and i'm like oh my god please do research on this right now
1: (laughs) haley i've got five words for you are you ready oh god beaver ass or beaver's ass <laughs> do you remember that? The last I time do we remem- recorded, I saw I do that, that I was like, "Oh yeah, that's hilarious." I totally forgot about that. And then uh, two stable, like what? Two horses in a stable. Yeah, yep. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that. I was like, "Oh yeah, I've, I've got to. Uh, I've got to remind Haley about that." Or, for fun, you,
0: you saying beaver's Bieber, beaver's ass or beaver's ass just scared the shit out of me because I thought you're about to be like my topic is yeah. about beaver's ass, which is what my topic is about today.
1: So, how? <laughs> oh my goodness! How crazy would that have been? We're just both talking about the same thing.
0: The same thing. I think that it would have been a wonderful discussion.
1: <laughs> oh, indeed. About
0: beaver's ass. <laughs> Oh, no. Yeah, my heart just dropped a little. But I have to admit, we are hilarious together. So like, toot toot that horn. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Anyways, so I'm I'm glad that we could uh, sit here and record today. Uh, From what I understand, you're going first. What you got for me?
1: well uh again Haley, thank you so much for having me and uh elevating my status here on outrageously unnecessary um so kind of kind of going along with our talks about okay so before we start the podcast you know we were you know having this discussion about you know uh standards and the fallacy of us as human beings um (laughs) You You
0: make it sound so much deeper than it actually was. I was just going on a rant about how much I love animation.
1: (laughs) You know, so like, I don't know what it is, but like for the past, probably the past week, like I've had so many different talks with different people from either different political backgrounds, different moral opinions, different religious views. And we've talked about, you know, kind of the, the, I guess the, the key, Foundation of our talks has really been about our Government and obviously you know whenever people say You know or start talking about the government you know There's always that oh don't talk about the government and the government's out to get you the government's out to find You um, yeah, but it's,
0: it's Usually uh, one of the topics That is uh, avoided In conversation
1: yeah uh, For sure don't bring uh, up
0: Politics
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah Exactly it's like I'd rather talk about religion you Know philosophy or politics you know or politics Rather than the government like itself But you know I've had a lot of really kind of curious conversations, you know, just about our government and like just, you know, how they, how they work, you know, because obviously I kind of put it in like a hierarchy form. Like there's decisions made at the very, very tippy top. And then there's so many different levels that that information or those decisions, policies, what name you. Uh, there's so many different filtration levels that those get filtered through. You know, you've got um, the people right under them that, you know, help help them make their decisions. Then you've got social media and then you've got people who watch social media, you know, regularly. And then you've got their friends and their community that trickles down to us and kind of the, the end. You went re- down
0: a rabbit hole.
1: Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> no, just stay with me. Stay with me. I'm going okay. br- to bring this uh, around. Okay. Okay. All right. And so at the end, you know, we have this, semblance of information that may or may not necessarily be the whole truth. Okay. You know, so, you know, a lot of us out there ask, you know, what is truth? And, you know, there's so many different questions that plague us, you know, but, you know, what is truth? You know, um, does God exist? You know, some of the, the big ones and also kind of tying into my topic tonight, is there life on other planets besides ours? Oh, you know, obviously a a big topic, especially stemming from the late 70s into the 80s, um, not as prevalent as much today because there's so much of a saturation of sci-fi and, you know, fantasy type of tales, you know, that kind of help saturate that need. You know, there's not as many... Conspiracy theorists that are like a lot like prevalent and stuff that you know kind of bring these issues out. You know, obviously, I would say
0: conspiracy theorists are prevalent in terms of like aliens, but I would say that there's scientists being like, well, of course there's life. Like, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Like, I feel like we got the scientists backing us up on this one, being like, how could there be in the whole entirety of the universe, uh, just only one spot in the whole universe where everything was correct to make us. Like it's, there's gotta be something somewhere out there, but I get the feeling you're going towards conspiracy theorists and I really want to hear about
1: them. (laughs) You know, so I I wish I was, I'm not, I'm not quite tonight. I'm saving that for another, for another day. So, so yeah, stay with me. I'm bringing this back around. So kind of all, all these different topics, all these different questions, you know, so keeping in, in, in tune with obviously the theme of our show is, you know, a lot of people, you know, Over the years, whether it be conspiracy theorists or people who, you know, wondered about intelligent life, there's a lot of people who say that the government has covered up a lot of things, you know, Um, whether it be Area Area 51 51, naturally. That's the first thing. And and our listeners, I mean, that's the first thing that it's going to pop into their head is, oh, yeah, Area 51. The government's been covering that up since forever. You know, Um, look at Independence Day. Phenomenal movie. Okay, I'm you know I'm getting off track. Okay, I love Independence Day. <laughs> um, yeah. So um, okay, so that the, the government has you know covered up a lot of this stuff and ha- has not really spoken the truth. You know, we're going back to those filtration levels. You know, what is truth? You know, you know, does our government really really believe in these things? Are they trying to you know look into this, research into this? Well, I found an interesting article that um, talked about a top secret government program that was started and founded in 2007 so it was a program called Uh, that's recent and yeah pretty recent advanced aerospace threat identification program and this was uh an article in the intelligencer um and i'm looking at the date of this report uh actually this report uh was published on december 16th 2017 so just a couple years back okay um so they talk about this um, this initiative called the Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification Program, which um, it was started at the behest of one of the former Senate Majority Leaders, Harry Reid. Um, it was ran out, actually out of the Pentagon uh, by a military intelligence official um, before it actually, now this program actually did start to wind down in 2012, but the government itself, Get this, the government itself, let me find the actual number. Where is it? They spent $22 million on extraterrestrial investigation.
0: You don't even know how much my face just lit up. My eyebrows went off my head. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they were, so the government spent $22 million to study, and I quote, an array of space-related phenomena that could not be easily explained, usually involving the appearance of high-speed, unidentified aircraft, which often, in uh, quotes within the quote, maneuvered so unusually and so fast that they seemed to defy the laws of physics itself.
0: Do we have access to reports of this? I'm gonna forgive the spending of twenty two million taxpayer exactly. dollars if they can give me aliens.
1: <laughs> so one of the uh, one of the blanket statements that the Pentagon released was that uh, they were funding the program because quote officials believe that the aircraft might actually be ultra high tech products of China or Russia that warranted further examination.
0: Hmm got them spies.
1: Right. So it was kind of under the guise of, you know, they wanted to keep tabs on Russia and China. And let's be honest, who doesn't want to keep tabs on Russia and China? Um, Mm -hmm. But uh, to spend $22 million, our own government spending $22 million, you know, this was in 2007. So obviously this was after kind of, you know, some of the, the big decades of, you know, those alien conspiracy theorist outcome. Yeah, of that out there. does
0: that does feel like sixties money. Like at the same time that they were building the Apollo missions. They were yeah. like, and also aliens.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I mean I mean I would also probably heavily surmise, and it's probably pretty factual, that they probably had some sort of Sect within the group during the 60s and 70s that probably looked into it and probably researched it, you know, because there were a lot of curious minds. Space exploration was brand new, it was exciting. A lot of money was being poured into the space, you know, the space, into NASA. You know, NASA was, you know, uh, pretty new at that point. Um, so a lot of money was going to that. So I wouldn't be surprised, you know, if they had either, you know, a group of in, individuals at NASA or even at the Pentagon, you know, even at that time that work kind of working on that. But I just think that number is crazy. I mean, just to think about, you know, $22 million of our money, you know, the government was spending, you know, and I, I don't necessarily, I, I'm not griping or complaining that it was our money, but just the fact that it's just so interesting and kind of funny to me that, You know, for so many years, the the government was like, no, no, we don't have anything to do with this. But yeah, but yeah, you know, here it's released. Wait,
0: was this was this a secret in 2007 or is this still an ongoing project?
1: No, the no, the the actual project and program started to wind down in 2012. So... um,
0: so it was five years. It was five years. Was mm-hmm. it twenty two millions over that five years? Yes. Or was yes. It... Okay. Yes.
1: Yeah. It, uh, it was a total amount between that five years of of twenty two million. So uh, the program was called Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification Program under the guise of keeping tabs on China and Russia. But they were actually. I just love that
0: they were like, "I'm looking for aliens, <laughs> but, our, but our but our back course, just to make sure that no one thinks we're nuts." We're, yeah, we're totally um. We're looking at We're looking at
1: China and Russia It's fine Aliens Aliens So I mean Obviously Tinfoil hat Yeah yeah, the tinfoil hat You know uh, We
0: immediately become The meme guy Formation aliens And just aliens
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes Like there's posters Like It's actually It's just a group of like four guys who play Dungeons and Dragons like on the side and like they're all in like you know like the white the the short white shirts with black ties and they've got like post- <laughs> the posters of, you know, like the the typical alien green head with the the big black buggy eyes. Yeah. Yeah, and they're all the and they're just sitting on, you know, like uh you know, 1980s IBM computers <laughs> <laughs> You know that, They're all chain smokers Yeah, they're all chain smokers They have, you know, they have a, a half-drunk bottle of Jack Daniels the on the wall yep. You know
0: You know that there's got to be a poster that just says Welcome to Roswell
1: Yeah, uh, uh, yes, uh, yes, absolutely <laughs> And uh, yeah, on the door It's just like a piece of masking tape that says Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification Program Just, <laughs> you it, just even in Sharpie a piece of paper <laughs> just, just in Sharpie in Sharpie on tape <laughs>
0: <laughs> and the government's just like, we gave you $22 million and they're like, uh,
1: oh, this
0: is this is all we can afford.
1: Yeah. Two guys are playing are playing pong. The other two guys are actually doing who knows what else. Yeah. And that's the program. And then finally, in 2012, <laughs> you know, someone from, you know, the, the defense, you know, part of the Pentagon just, you know, walked in and said. This is what we spent twenty-two million dollars on. Oh, we're shutting you down, and they just—they just pulled the one—the one extension cord out of the wall. Like it, that's all it takes is just <laughs> there's one. There's only one extension <laughs> there's only, cord. There's only one plug. They just pull it out. The room goes dark. You know, they hand in their pension checks, and you know,
0: everyone hangs their head really, really sadly. <laughs> <Yep, laughs> they Yep. And now their crumpled ties. They're just kind of pressing down.
1: <laughs> and now it's—it's uh, it's the janitor's closet. And, oh no, And no one... It was only
0: big enough to be a janitor's closet.
1: <laughs> and no one's the wiser. No one's the wiser.
0: And no one knew anything. Why didn't I know about aliens research happening in 2007?
1: Uh, probably because, what were you doing in 2007? I was just in my first year of college in Florida.
0: Oh no, Steven. Katie and I were in our first year in middle school.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're old. Yeah. I know. I get reminded of that constantly. <laughs> so so segueing from aliens and conspiracy theories and the government spending twenty two billion dollars on alien research. Um mm-hmm. I'm going to kind of shift more into something that is definitely within the vein of this show, like a hundred percent. So I wanted to say kind of the the best stuff for last, so to speak. Give um, it to me. Yeah. <laughs> So obviously, you know, Haley, over the the couple episodes that we've talked about in the episodes that I haven't been in that I've heard, you know, we have, you know, gone over and the show has gone over so many different crazy expensive things that people have either bought, done, made or what have you over so many different platforms and, you know, so many, you know, different avenues of spending money. You know, it's it's been bananas. Um, Rich
0: people be crazy.
1: Yeah. So, you know, we've talked about, you know, all this money that rich people have spent. Tonight, I'm going to focus on what the normal person, you or I, the crazy expensive things that normal people just that, that are just baffling that have, honestly, some of this stuff just blows my mind. What um, when you think of today, you know, today's day and age, you know, you have, you know, the, the crazy, crazy rich people, and then you have us, you know, not a whole lot of in between, you know, and I think some of the, the, the biggest factors into that are icons, icons, whether that be, you know, movie stars, celebrities, you name it, you know, we all have people that we look up to. You know, there's probably two or three people that I can think of the top of my head that I probably look up to the most that are like high icon status. Um, and I was looking to them and I was just curious. I'm like, you know, what have you know, obviously everybody has icons and so I was looking into and some of the the key things that popped in my head is what are some of the craziest things that fans have spent on their idols oh no and some of the things is going to shock you i'm going to be honest like some I of these things i feel like
0: i'm not going to be shocked people are fucking
1: nuts steven oh no no absolutely no 100% agreed um but some of these things like i i i really just don't understand because like obviously one of the people who I probably respect the most, who I, actually who I'm liking more and more, is Chris Pratt. I mean, Chris Pratt is a phenomenal – good dude. He is. I mean, he posts on Facebook all these really cool videos. Like here, a couple weeks back, Chris Pratt brought a brand new truck. He posted on Facebook and said, hey, everybody, I got a brand new truck. I'm in South LA. I'm driving around. If you need anything moved, please call me and, or or message me, and I will come by your house and help you move. And he did. Are it. you
0: shitting me? That's no.
1: amazing. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you know, he did what he could. You know, there, I'm sure there were thousands of people that inboxed him, you know, um, or in mailed him or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, just to do something like that, that's just phenomenal. So, okay. So obviously, Chris Pratt's amazing, you know, but some of these things that we're getting ready to get into that people have done, like I would never do. I would be mortified, you know, to be at the level of uh, what's the word I'm looking for? To be so.
0: So idolized that you're just, like, giving shit? I feel like...
1: So zealous. Zealous is a good word for some of these things.
0: To have a fanatic come up to me and, like, be a stalker and, like, do things... Or, like, give me... Be like, I made this out of my hair for you. Like, I would be so unbelievably mortified. Like, to be on the receiving end of that. You know that the person giving it has no shame. They think that, that what they are giving is, like a little bit of their soul and like <laughs> you haven't even told me anything yet. And I'm already just like, I've got the anxiety sweats of, of, for my secondhand embarrassment. That's about to come through.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. You know, so uh, that would just be, yeah. I mean, I would be mortified too as well. So getting into it, you know, I found, you know, obviously there, there was multiple, but I, I kind of picked the the top four uh, for me. that kind of just really, it just it really gives a good picture at where we are today as a society
0: oh, no. and as
1: people, you know, I, I think. So co-
0: I think the overarching theme of your topic for today is just society and how we've regressed. Uh, you know so- <laughs> You
1: know uh, You're not wrong
0: <laughs> Cause I was trying to draw a line Between aliens and like rich people But like now I'm just like No it's just The, the topic is society Oh no That's yeah. a broad topic for this podcast
1: yeah. uh, <laughs> Okay the, do go
0: on Enlighten me Please tell me
1: The slums of society I wanted to alliterate And I was searching for it The slums of the society The slums of
0: society Ooh that's a That's a good title
1: Yeah make a note of that Anyways
0: uh, uh. Yeah, please do go on. I'm, okay. I'm bringing up the notepad.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to so... do
0: another Twitter poll because that's a new thing.
1: <laughs> All right. So I'm going to take you back to your. Actually, so if you were in middle school at that point, this would probably be you'd probably be in elementary, like almost getting ready for middle school at this point. I'm going to take, you... take you back to 2000, like 99, 2000. How old were you at that point?
0: I was Five. <laughs>
1: You were five. I was
0: born in 95, ding dong.
1: You were. F- oh, oh, so.
0: <laughs> did, you,
1: did you just oh, have a old.
0: Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, I could feel you, Benjamin, buttoning right there, just like. <laughs> I did. In the arthritis. <laughs> oh, oh, excuse me.
1: oh my goodness Do you forget
0: I, that Katie and I are just wee babs?
1: Yes, sometimes I do like, like there's certain things that like, you know, Katie does That's like super mature, I'm like, oh yeah But then like, you know, just like moments like this I'm like, oh, you guys are just infants Infants in my perspective But not, you know, obviously um,
0: I mean, it was only a decade ago That Katie decided that microwaving a toaster strudel In our microwave for 10 minutes was um, a smart idea Idea. So uh, That was only 10 years ago
1: <laughs> Only 10 years
0: Yeah
1: uh, Well <laughs> 10 years ago I was in France uh, Helping uh, uh, Children that were either um, In really really broken homes <laughs> Or Children of, of Prostitutes Or uh, that. Well,
0: fuck you Aren't you a saint <laughs> <laughs> Oh, St. Stephen.
1: And I was all doing the That's Lawrence actually work quite 10 nice. That's, that's really
0: good that you went to. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fuck off with your saintlyhood. Tell me the crazy shit people have done for idols.
1: So, what year did you discover and get into NSYNC? Everyone did it, and if they say they didn't, it's a lie. What oh, your... no,
0: that was definitely like between 2000 and like 2003. Okay. I was more of a backstreet girl, but my okay, best enough. friend in our, in my neighborhood, Brittany, Brittany was into NSYNC. In and so between us, we had the boy bands covered.
1: Sure, sure. So uh, I'm, I'm going to throw, throw something out there. What would you what's what's something small and trivial that you would probably pay a thousand dollars for?
0: Oh, uh <laughs> A thousand dollars can go so quickly. Part of me is like a new phone. God, that's sad. Um, so like. Well, trivial or something like trivial is in like something that I don't need like a phone,
1: I would say so, something that maybe other people might see as mundane or not super necessary.
0: I'm not sure about mundane because I keep being like I would spend a thousand dollars to to travel somewhere, or I would spend a thousand dollars to. I can see a thousand dollars. I don't even know how a thousand dollars would get spent on food. I know it's possible. I would want to eat a thousand dollars worth of food.
1: Uh. Well, let me. God, tell you it's so hard. Okay. Let me tell you this. In in uh, in two thousand, someone paid a thousand dollars and. Actually one thousand twenty five dollars for something that you and I would probably pay maybe maybe six or seven dollars for.
0: Oh, I was, thought you were gonna say cents. No, no, <laughs> one six, whole uh, nickel. One here whole nickel. Go.
1: About six, about about six or seven dollars. Um, in two thousand. Uh, so Justin Timberlake. Uh, he was actually at a breakfast interview. Uh, there was a studio in New York. Uh, it was Radio Station Z one hundred. Okay, so back in two thousand, and uh, they were kind of there eating, and they had some French toast, and they were eating. Um. And uh, Justin had finished up the interview and had left to to go on to whatever other sorts of business uh, that he had. So the DJ noticed that Justin had had a still had a piece of half-eaten French toast. Oh no! So what did that DJ do? He put oh, no. that motherfucking toast on eBay. Of course, he put
0: it on eBay. A
1: young lady named Kathy Summers, a huge NSYNC fan, uh, bought. That broken ass piece of uh, did have a bite out of it, it did have a bite out of it, uh, okay. French toast. And she paid one thousand dollars and twenty five cents. And I actually have a picture. <laughs>
0: Please, Jesus, I was going to ask you for a picture. I was like, is it moldy? Does she have it in a case somewhere? I need to know if it's on display in her home.
1: Let me see here. Yes. So I'm going to put that right here. And Give I'm going, there it is.
0: Oh, my God. She looks so proud. She <laughs> She's outside of a hard rock cafe.
1: And she's got that toast proudly displayed.
0: Oh, my God. It's framed. It's framed.
1: I know. It's framed. Why does it?
0: Why, wait, hold on. Hold on. Wait, are we sure that this is the toast that she bought from Justin Timberlake? Because it does look as though it's got a face of the Virgin Mary in it.
1: It does kind of look at that, but that is uh, that is the image I pulled up with the news story.
0: Are you shitting me? It looks like Virgin Mary toast. She got a twofer for $1,000. That's a good deal. <laughs> she got holy... Toast. (laughs) She got holy and Justin Timberlake DNA riddled
1: toast. Uh, Holy French toast and aliens, Batman. Oh, see, there you go. There's there's another one for you.
0: Holy French toast and aliens, Batman. Batman. Golly, G. Willikers, Batman.
1: Wait. So moving on. So, yeah. So, so somebody bought Justin Timberlake's toast. Okay. All right. Now we're, I'm going to take you back way, way back to the era of the Beatles.
0: Oh, oh, oh no. I'm a Beatles fan. And had I been born in the sixties, I probably would have spent an absurd amount of money on them. <laughs> so, I, I've read I've read a lot of things on the Beatles. Like I can tell you how George Harrison lost his virginity. That's yeah. a story for another time. Um,
1: then you might know the story.
0: Oh, do go on. Uh,
1: OK, so this was a story uh, as as published in Rolling Stone in uh, 2011. And uh, John Lennon, um, he actually lost. Um, I'm trying to re- I, I read and I didn't say actually how he lost it. Who knows? You know, maybe it was a cool bar fight. Maybe it was just, he just lost it. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, so he actually, um, when he lost his tooth, he actually, it, w- it was a gift. He, he actually gifted it to his housekeeper in the 1960s. Uh, whoever was taking care of his house. Um,
0: John in what the fuck? You just walk <laughs> up to like your housekeeper and be like, thanks for keeping my house so clean. Have a tooth. What?
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, her name was actually dot dot, dot Jarlett. And uh,
0: Jarlett,
1: yeah, he gave it to her and said, uh, just go and dispose of it. Um, some he said, he said, he told her to dispose of it sometime between 1964 and 1968, kind of random, but
0: then he (laughs) we don't know what year,
1: who knows, but then he suggested that uh, she keep the tooth to give to her daughter because her daughter was a huge, huge Beatles fan. Um, so, anyways, it actually went up for auction. Oh, no. And uh, it sold for $31,000.
0: Are you fucking with me right now? $31,000 for John Lennon's nasty ass tooth?
1: Yeah. Would you like to see his tooth?
0: I would like to see his tooth.
1: <laughs> and he didn't th- have great.
0: Oh, yeah, I'm right. It's a fucking <laughs> nasty ass tooth.
1: There Jesus it is. Jesus
0: Christ. <laughs> oh, my God. It's so gross.
1: Yeah, for our, for our listeners, it looks like this tooth got pulled out. That's the out.
0: worst cavity.
1: Yeah, I mean, this tooth is it's it's like a marshmallow that got burnt too bad and oh, nobody wanted Jesus. it.
0: Jesus, it's like he's never brushed it in his life. I think there's mold growing on one of those ridges.
1: I mean, think about
0: it was the 60s and he's how much British. Weed he
1: did and how um, how much he drank probably
0: he did a weed yeah um he did a weed <laughs> he did a weed but like well no i mean they they were all smokers they all smoked oh, sure. cigarettes they yeah. all they all drank to excess like that was yeah. that was what you did and so like i can't imagine that they took very good care of their teeth but like oh for god he's lucky this shit fell out it's gross as fuck. It's a molar for everyone who's listening. It's a molar with a big old nasty chunk out of it. Yeah. And I'm just... Ew.
1: just disgusting.
0: Ew. ew. Also, also, John Lennon. John Lennon, why would you just hand that to your housekeeper? Surely you know where a trash can is in your house. Like, you can't just walk to the fucking bathroom and be like, dink, into the bin. What? Why? Why? I'm you know? unhappy now. Thanks, Steve.
1: <laughs> so it says that uh, in the article, it says that a Canadian dentist um, was said to have been the winning bid. A Canadian dentist.
0: I mean, at least he has something to do with teeth. Like that's something you can at least put in your dentist office waiting room being like, take a peek at fucking John Lennon's tooth.
1: Yeah. What? Take care of your teeth. This is what happens if you don't take care of your teeth. I mean, you become
0: incredibly famous, but also your (laughs) mouth is nasty as fuck. What?
1: (laughs) Life lessons with Canadian dentist XYZ. (laughs) I don't know. It didn't say his name. So I was like, I was trying to think of a name on the spot, like a Canadian sounding name. And couldn't think of one. Couldn't think of one at all. So moving on. Now I'm going to take you forward in time. To a very, very, very famous icon, perhaps the greatest icon within our century.
0: Hmm. Okay.
1: Michael Jackson.
0: Ah, okay. All uh, right.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I would say. I would say I would so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, yeah, would yeah. say. Uh, I mean.
0: <sighs> our century? Do you mean the century of the 1900s?
1: No, I mean, I mean the twentieth century. Sorry, excuse me. Not the yeah, the twentieth century, which would be
0: yeah, the nineteen hundreds. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah nineteen hundred to two thousand. Yes.
0: Yeah. Okay. Okay.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I would say yeah, not not now. Obviously, Michael Michael's passed away, but I would say between nineteen hundred to two thousand. He's had yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. For sure, nineteen hundred to two thousand. I would say that he was probably achieved one, one, if not the the greatest, the the top, like two. You know, greatest icon or top he's in the top five for sure. But I would say I would say Michael Jackson's probably probably the top most recognizable icon, you know, pop icon, music icon. Um,
0: You're fangirling right now. Stephen. I mean,
1: <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, I love the Jackson Five. Grew up on that music. Um, mm-hmm. I love Michael Jackson's music. I think he's a p- phenomenal performer. Obviously, there was a lot of jokes about Michael, you know, back in grade school. Duh, you know, um, a lot of crazy things that were said. But you know, putting all that aside, you know, Michael was a phenomenal singer, dancer, performer. Um, I actually, I'm going to admit something. I actually have a huge fangirl crush on Zac Efron. I do. I love I you. I do, do, I do. I love do you. So much. It's bad. Shelly makes, my wife makes fun of me so much for it. But, you know, Zach Efron really, really looked up to Michael Jackson. And Michael, you know, put in a really, really good word for Zach before he did High School Musical. Oh and how the know,
0: fuck did he know what i just it, want to know how these connections are made yeah right that's I mean, not what this podcast is about but no I'm it's just like how the hell do um, you know what? but obviously
1: <laughs> getting back on topic obviously everybody knows thriller you know it's one of the one of the top um one of the top music videos still to this day an amazing song um so michael jackson's iconic red jacket okay previously mm-hmm. you know after uh that that video um it had been, you know, stored and kept somewhere nice. Well, it actually um, went up for auction back in 2011. Okay. Okay. So, so the, it's that red and black jacket, you know, with the wing shoulders, you know, um, yeah. that he wore during Thriller. Yep. So it fetched and someone bought it for $1.8 million. I
0: can see that. Beverly Hills, California. I can Hills, California. seen Some that. Yeah, Beverly fan. Hills, that makes more sense.
1: <laughs> um. So, so this jacket, uh, it actually, it was given previously, before this auction, to um, Michael Jackson's longtime costume designers, uh, Dennis Tompkins and Michael Bush. Um, they worked with him through pretty much all, for all of his later career, they were his costume designers, and uh, they actually had it for a long time, but then um, eventually, they just, uh, I'm not sure why they, the article doesn't necessarily say, um, but actually, it was auctioned. Oh, uh, it was auctioned exactly two years after uh, he passed away.
0: Did he die uh, in two thousand nine? I thought he died in two thousand eight.
1: No, it was two thousand nine because, uh, mm. yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, it was. It came. The sale came about two years later, uh, in two thousand eleven, and uh, yeah, oh. it went. It went for uh, yeah for one. Now, was it just
0: 8. was it just a layperson you or I who who bought this,
1: yeah, or it was, was it or was it, it, it a was, celebrity? No, it, it was a fan. It was just a fan.
0: Where the fuck do you get this money? Also, where are you displaying this? It better not be going into a storage locker because you're like, it's so precious. It cannot see the light of day.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I know. Right. Uh, Yeah.
0: Oh, my God. Because like I've had some things where my parents are like, oh, this is this is really precious. You don't want it getting damaged or anything like that. Do you want to put it in the safety deposit box? And I'm like, no, I want to look at it.
1: (laughs) No, absolutely. Like I would have a mannequin probably cut and built exactly to Michael's physique
0: If you have $1.8 million to spend on the jacket, you could probably get a mannequin cut to his exact... Yeah, I mean, yeah, you could get those numbers from somewhere.
1: Yeah, you could actually get... You can get a lot of things that look like Michael Jackson nowadays. Anyways, that's another story for another day. (laughs) (laughs) That's another topic. Why do I feel
0: like you're talking about a body pillow? (laughs) Does Michael sleep in between you and Shelly, Stephen?
1: No, no, no. Yeah, I know... Gonna I am going to have on. a
0: conversation <laughs> with with, with Shelly right now. I don't know how she puts up with this.
1: It's gross. <laughs> no, uh, I was actually talking about uh, dolls to oh. be more specific.
0: <laughs> oh, you sleep with a doll? That's worse. You know,
1: you know I don't sleep with a doll. I sleep with Shelly, who's my doll.
0: <laughs> oh, that turned weirdly sweet.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Okay, so last... <laughs> Last thing I want to cover is um, the the, the last topic I want to uh, or the person I want to cover. Obviously, another huge icon. Um, This person was in a famous shot with JFK. It's a female. And it is. Can you guess? Marilyn Monroe.
0: Okay. Yes. Okay. She was totally killed by their family. (laughs) You think so? (laughs) I listened to a conspiracy theory podcast on it and like she was 100% taken out the the circumstances of her death are way too weird to have her be, having overdosed on pills like
1: right. yeah somebody forced those pills
0: No 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 um I well yeah but anyways that's
1: is that go another listen, topic for go another listen one? to
0: conspiracy theories the podcast and listen to the two part episode on Marilyn <laughs> Marilyn Monroe because like they're Bananas. Anyways, it's because she's accident like she accidentally let stuff slip in conversation that like uh, both the Kennedy brothers had told her that were technically things that were uh, not known to the public, and so she would bring it up in conversation to people, and then the Secret Service didn't like that, and
1: mm, that's not what we're made here her go for. away. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So obviously Marilyn Monroe, huge sex idol, huge icon. Um, very beautiful lady. Um, you know, so a lot of uh, uh, a lot of uh, heartbroken boys uh, fawned after her, and um, you know, I, I was looking into her a little bit, and obviously there is a lot of very popular searches for Marilyn Monroe, bare chested, Marilyn Monroe boobies, Marilyn Monroe <laughs> nude.
0: Show me them bobs. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. So one person actually took it to the next level and somebody actually looked and found a series of chest x-rays for marilyn monroe huh yeah so one fan was like you know what your actual boobs ain't good enough for me i want to see what's inside your body
0: i need that rib cage
1: (laughs) so uh, i am sending you the picture of marilyn monroe's chest x-ray
0: Oh, would you look at that! It's a chest X-ray. It's literal lungs and a spine, and uh I can actually see the outline of her fatty boobs.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and uh, they spent forty-five grand on it.
0: Ex- huh? <laughs> like forty-five thousand dollars, not forty-five hundred dollars.
1: Nope. Uh, This was sold from a, from a 1950. Uh, so, so this x-ray was actually taken f- from a 1954 hospital visit and some random fan bought this for $45,000.
0: What the actual
1: living fuck? Yeah, what? just a chest x-ray what? for $45,000.
0: I'm sorry, this was bought in the, the 60s, the 70s? This was bought recently? When was this, this was, bought?
1: This was bought okay, let's see. So it says that there was actually it was a set of three chest rays. Chest chest rays. <laughs> chest chest rays power. <laughs> chest X rays. Chest um, rays. Chest rays, activate. It was sold at the Hollywood Legends auction at Planet Hollywood Resort and Casino in Las Vegas in two thousand ten.
0: What the genuine fuck? Yeah. What the fu- what the fuck? Also, how the hell did the hospital keep that medical record for that long? Like that's a long time to have held on to those fucking x-rays. Right? I just flat I'm flabbergasted right now. The flabbergast is it's it's here. It is it, it oh god. Damn it. 45 <laughs> <laughs> Dollars to look at her fucking lungs,
1: and her sternum. Apparently, that's what gets that guy off—is a sternum.
0: That, ooh, that's sexy, sexy sternum.
1: <laughs> so, anyways, wrapping up from aliens to Marilyn Monroe. It's been a pleasure. Back to you, Haley.
0: <laughs> Thanks, Walt. um <laughs> <laughs> This has been oh.
1: news around the world. All right, and back to you.
0: Oh, Walter Conkite. Oh, no. Just, oh, oh. I feel like I need to change this whole podcast name to, oh, no, because every single time something is brought up, my yeah. immediate reaction is, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> it can't yeah. just be, oh, no. It's, oh, H, 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 Oh um no (laughs) right everything is bad okay uh well thank you for that delightful knowledge that someone fucking bought toast and a nasty ass tooth and a fucking chest x-ray what the genuine goddamn fuck okay (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> ooh, 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 I forgot one little tidbit. Somebody bought for over ten thousand dollars a pair of soiled undies from Michael Jackson.
0: Ew! ew. Soiled? Soiled in what way? Soiled in what way? Those are some very big underwear. Michael Jackson, why are those underwear so big? What why does he have a pigeon on his arm? I'm I don't looking know. at
1: the oh, is <laughs> so perfect! Someone spent over ten thousand dollars for this.
0: Stephen just sent me a photo of a smiling Michael Jackson inside like a hotel room. He's wearing sunglasses. It's a shady indoors. ass hotel
1: room. Okay, it's like it's, one of those pay by the hour motel rooms. It's, it's let a me very honest. creepy
0: motel room where it's like the gold frame around whatever <laughs> shitty picture is inside. <laughs> and he's holding up a huge pair of tidy whiteies and just has a big old smile on his face and a fucking white pigeon on his arm what's happening in this photo <laughs> no no he has two pigeons i just clicked on it he, he has, has two, pigeons, two pigeons one on each arm what the fuck is happening in this photo this he better be in vegas right now and a magician fucking came over to his house and was like Foom, here's your underwear Foom, here's some birds what You're right
1: <laughs> what just fucking happened all right, and now back to you, Haley. And
0: now back to me. Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. Okay. Okay, I need I need to clear my head. <laughs> okay, so what I brought to the table today, I brought, quote, unquote, delicacies. So um, I am bringing to the table the expensive and nasty things that are considered delicacies. So okay. I have a few as examples. Uh, most people would gravitate stuff like saffron. Saffron is the world's most expensive spice. Uh, vanilla beans, caviar. No, no, I, I got I got some far weirder shit lined
1: yeah. up. Yeah, that on makes
0: me. it makes me think what the fucker rich folks thinking. But apparently I have to think that every goddamn episode because I'm currently looking at a picture of Michael Jackson holding a pair of tidy whities with two <laughs> pigeons on his arms. What's happening? Oh, my God. Hashtag okay.
1: society. <laughs> society, society, society.
0: Society. Oh, my Jesus. Okay. So remember how... Last time we spoke, I talked about beaver ass being a particular topic that I might go into. Oh yeah, yeah. So uh, let let me let's get into it. So the first ingredient is called castorium, and castorium is no longer as popular as it once was. Uh, it is a very fragrant goo that is the consistency of molasses, mm-hmm. uh, and was once used. And sometimes still is uh, used as a vanilla and raspberry flavor enhancer for desserts, as well as uh, scents for perfumes. Uh, and it's it's sitting pretty expensive at about seventy dollars per pound. I actually have um, an eBay uh, link pulled up right now mm-hmm. that is um, one gram of castorium for twenty five dollars. So the, Wait, like why is it, it in
1: grams, like that's like what drugs are like sold in.
0: <laughs> I have no idea <laughs> <laughs> it's just me it's grams, it's whatever. but in any case, um so the reason why it's a little bit concerning and has fallen out of favor in the past eighty years is because the public has concerns with it because it's beaver butt. Uh, castoreum is the secretion of a beaver's castor glands, which is right next to a beaver's anal glands. And when you're harvesting those, for the love of God, don't get them mixed up.
1: <laughs> oh my goodness.
0: So, um, I just sent you a picture. Okay. Of a dried castoreum. <laughs> but basically... What this the... I actually found an article where a scientist was like, oh, yeah, if I have people with me and we find beavers, I tell them to get their noses right up to the beaver's butt because it smells really good. And um, apparently, basically, when it's dried, it ends up smelling a little bit like it smells musky, but it also smells a little bit like vanilla and raspberry. And before vanilla was able to be harvested the way that it is now right it was used as a flavor enhancer it wasn't used as a flavor substitute which is what a lot of articles will tell you but i found one very angry ranting article online being like it's not you're not eating beaver butt and i'm like you are eating beaver butt (laughs) but only a very small amount right but like it's considered a delicacy that you would use for perfume and for for desserts because it smelled so delightful. And if you didn't have vanilla, here you go. It's some, Have some beaver butt. Have some castoreum.
1: Wait, so in our lifetime, is there anything that we might have either ingested or smelled or anything that would have had castoreum? Yes. Oh, my gosh.
0: <laughs> but you won't actually find it listed on the ingredients list. What you'll find it listed under is... Other natural flavors. So. uh, Naturally.
1: Yeah. Yeah. As opposed to unnatural flavors.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So basically, if you've ever had like a candy or have eaten something that says other natural flavors, it's really because it's so expensive nowadays and we have much easier ways of coming up with these like artificial flavors, Mm -hmm. It's, it's really fallen out of favor and it's not used as much, but like. Early in the 1900s, and like, let's go harvest some beaver
1: butt.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, it's not an artificial flavor. Want. So pretty much, it gets it gets listed under the ingredients list and list as as other natural flavors. And it's fucking seventy dollars a pound.
1: Oh my gosh!
0: Which seventy dollars a pound? Is nothing compared to the next thing that I have, the next delicacy.
1: So I I can just see some old, old, like trappers. Like, "Mm, you want some beaver butt? Mm, Yeah, you want some some
0: castorium. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. uh, You want you some castorium? Oh, uh, sure.
1: Well, that smells delightful.
0: Yeah, so in any
1: case,
0: (laughs) (laughs) I love when you look up castorium. there's just always a picture on Google of just like a cute little beaver. And then like these really like right next to it is the picture of the dried up nasty ass glands. (laughs) (laughs) What? Delicacies. So the next thing that I have is uh, something called Kopi Luwak coffee. And I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly. I know I'm pronouncing coffee correctly, but <laughs> the other two words, Kopi Luwak, I can't think of any other way to pronounce them. But in okay. any case, they are known as the most expensive coffee beans in the world. Okay. Uh, their price ranges from $250 to $1,200 per kilogram.
1: I'm sorry, per kil- per kilogram?
0: Per kilogram. What the? Yeah. Yeah, uh, they originate in Indonesia, the Philippines, and southern India. A cup of brew, uh, a cup of coffee that has been brewed with these beans has gone for about eighty dollars in the states. Oh. Um, so that's an expensive uh, fucking cup of coffee. Yeah,
1: Starbucks, eat that,
0: eat that. Uh, so what do you what do you think makes these beans special?
1: Oh my gosh, uh, is it something that is. Is it animal-based or is it plant-slash-tree-based?
0: Uh, it's animal-based. I just say... Oh my...
1: Is it? Are they... Is it? Is it? Is it based off of excrement? It is.
0: (sighs) (sighs) (laughs) Off of that little creature? Yeah. Describe the little animal that I, I sent you a picture of.
1: So what I'm looking at looks kind of a hybrid between a meerkat and a mongoose, and almost like a like an elongated leopard-printed raccoon.
0: That's actually very accurate. So this little buddy is called a civet, and a civet is only um, basically it's it's only found in uh, Indonesia, the Philippines, and Malaysia, and like. That that area of the world. Okay. Okay. And uh, what they do is they go around and they find the coffee cherries and they find the specific ones that that they deem are like the the best eatens, and they eat them up, and then and then they halfway digest them and slightly ferment them and they poop it out and the beans come out as whole beans that have now that have now been processed uh to supposedly remove the acidity of the bean and makes for a very smooth cup of coffee. Uh but,
1: try but yeah. It.
0: Almost almost every uh website likes to unless it's very directly being like, you're drinking coffee shit. Um most websites will tiptoe around it and be like uh, it's well known because of its processing. Well, the processing is that it happens inside of an animal, and it's half digested and then shit out by the event
1: That's the processing. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's that is the process. Yeah. Uh,
0: so yeah, but I don't want to drink this coffee. I know that they probably wash it, but I really don't want. I just, I just don't want. You to know, eat- i try
1: it. I would. You would? Oh, yeah. I'd try.
0: Let me, let me send you the image of the little coffee poops. They're good little coffee poops.
1: (laughs) Okay. 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 So, uh, let me see here. They
0: literally look like peanuts that have been, like, formed into bars.
1: Yeah, it looks like, uh, it looks like mini paydays. It does look like many paydays. <laughs> that, that makes it even worse. I don't know why. <laughs> I will never trust a payday bar ever again. Ever, ever, ever. No, ever. trust the
0: payday bar because payday can't afford to have like an $80 cup of coffee
1: sold to you for a dollar. <laughs> oh my
0: gosh. Yeah but anyways uh, when i was doing research on this the savet actually like the this don't don't drink this coffee because um I found out that apparently uh, fuck this coffee because manufacturers in Indonesia have started little civet farms and keep them in like really small cages. And they just feed them any old like cherries, which like originally they these beans were chosen because the civets know which cherries to choose. But now they've just started little animal farms and just make them make them eat and shit all day for our expensive coffee. So fuck those guys.
1: Wow, so it's not even like the actual like what their actual product is anymore. It could be anything.
0: Yeah, I mean like they're still getting it out of what they shit out, but it's not it's not w- what it once was when they were like roaming the wild and basically like people would have to go around through the forest and be like, "Ah, civet poop. Put this in my basket."
1: Right. Yeah. Oh gosh. So no, I don't reg- I don't agree with that at all.
0: No, yeah, so it's really bad. So, like, quit that fucking demand. I don't care if it's a smooth cup of coffee. Poor little leopard weasel needs to do what it wants. Yeah. Yeah, leopard weasel.
1: Yeah, rights for the leopard weasel.
0: (laughs) I'm writing that down. (laughs) Rights for the leopard weasel. (laughs) Uh, how do you spell leopard? I just spelled it real wrong. Uh, I p- I'd put an A before the O. That was oh oh you, oh no oh no. Yeah okay, that seems correctish. Okay.
1: How, how you how, how you doing?
0: Poorly. Um, <laughs> I don't know how to spell. Okay.
1: So leopard is spelled L-E-O-P-A-R-D.
0: Thank you. <laughs> okay, so I have one last one for you. Give it to me. Okay. I'm going to send you a picture.
1: Oh, no. Without any context? Without
0: it. any context.
1: Okay. What do you think that is? Hmm, can you
0: can you describe what you're looking at?
1: Okay, so what I'm looking at looks like either skin that okay so it looks like okay there's two things it looks like it looks like a like uh chicharrones like the uh the fried pork skin mm-hmm. that just like that that looks oddly translucent and white uh-huh or it's like you know the the layers of the onion that you peel off yet this one is furry and hairy
0: yeah so See, to me i think that it looks and when I tell you the name will sound like a cute little sponge sugar cake topper that a contestant on the Great British Bake Off is going to like stick on their cake for sponge sugar week.
1: Uh, okay.
0: It is called an edible bird's nest. Uh, an edibles bird nest cost up to forty five hundred dollars per Excuse pound. Excuse me? Yeah. Four thousand five hundred dollars per pound. Do you have sure. any guesses as to what it is?
1: You know, I I really don't and I'm actually honestly a little nervous now. To Be nervous.
0: Out. Be nervous. I I gagged several times when I learned this one. Um it is the hardened saliva of a bird called a swiftlet. <laughs> so, yeah. It is the hardened saliva that they use to make their nests, and this is a delicacy that costs forty-five hundred dollars per pound.
1: <sighs> saliva of a bird. People eat that. Okay. All right. Yep. Well. <laughs> hashtag society.
0: Hashtag society. So.
1: <laughs> oh, oh my. Oh my good. What the.
0: I mean Oh you're so upset right now Okay let me continue So basically the Chinese decided like 2,000 years ago that dried bird spit has health benefits uh, So it became really popular to harvest it and turn it into a soup and uh nowadays they're still toting like oh yeah health benefits my favorite thing is that literally the chinese government has been doing a study on whether or not it actually has health benefits and the conclusion so far is so far science has nothing to provide <laughs> that shows that it has oh, healing no. properties to it yeah no shit it's bird spit <laughs> so anyways uh why is the bird spit so expensive steven No idea. The bird spit is expensive because the swiftlets literally are in caves, so on cliffs. So basically, when you go to harvest the little bird spit nests, uh, the the people harvesting it are in like really dangerous situations, trying to like climb a cliff and go get this one tiny little thing of of edible bird nest. Though.
1: So. Oh my goodness.
0: So, yeah, so basically uh, they they turn it into soup. And if anyone's eating right now, I would stop. Just just stop for my next sentence. Put that fork down. Put that fork down. Put put down the spoon. I know you had it halfway up to your mouth. Drop it. Drop it like a hot potato. Um, turning this. Once you put it in the hot water and start turning it into soup, it um, turns really gelatinous. I don't like this sentence anymore. It's a very bad sentence. It, it gets it gets real goopy, and uh, it's, it's bad. It gets it gets so very goopy. The I'm gonna send you a picture of the soup It actually looks quite delightful I'm not going to send you a picture Of the soup that is on the Wikipedia page Which everyone is welcome to go and look up Because on the Wikipedia page it, th- There's not like actual Ingredients in the soup besides the bird spit And on the Wikipedia page it's just like Nasty bird spit Gelatin In water And it makes me very unhappy And I uh. want to stop talking About this now
1: so so, so that bowl of soup costs
0: $4,500. I don't know if the bowl of soup costs $4,500, but it's certainly very expensive. Um, yeah, so, oh, goodness. On a different website where I got this picture from, but uh, this website is different from where I've got my my numbers facts. This one says that it costs $3,000 per kilogram. So, we have some discrepancies. We know it's expensive,
1: mm. it's expensive we know world it's expensive and it's (laughs) uh, unbelievably
0: i want to know how it tastes like does it even taste i don't know i I, I, no. i just want to know like if you're willing to spend like if i'm willing to spend forty five hundred dollars on food it better be fucking delicious it better be fucking delicious and cure my cancer like yeah
1: yeah it better be the best damn bowl of soup you have Ever had in your entire life
0: Like nothing is ever going to compare To me having this soup again in my life But I don't think that that's what happens I think people just eat it because they're like Oh the ancient Chinese believe That it has health benefits And scientists have Literally concluded that science cannot Find any healing properties to it So hey rich guys, hey rich guys Maybe don't spend $4,500 On a pound of bird spit
1: Mmm Ugh Yeah, I actually I I just thought of a really really kind of a gross way to appropriate what I'm looking at. Sluice juice.
0: Oh no. That's what
1: it is. No. Sluice juice.
0: I don't like that.
1: You're welcome, world. I put it out there in the universe. I made
0: myself sad and gross, and you made me sad and gross. Thank (laughs) you for coming to my TED talk. Fuck.
1: <sighs> uh, so, if, well, if, you need, if you need to be cheered up, just, 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 just scroll right on back up to that picture of Michael Jackson <laughs>
0: with his fucking <laughs> pigeons <laughs> holding up tidy whiteies. Oh fuck
1: me! <laughs> hashtag society.
0: Hashtag society. Why is hashtag society the name of this episode?
1: <laughs> I don't know. but write, write it down. <laughs> oh Jesus
0: So anyways That is uh, That is the end of what I have for you But in any case uh, Thank you so much for Everyone for listening Sorry to have brought so many nasty things If you want to see pictures <laughs> Of all of the nasty things I will be putting them up on our Instagram And uh, on Twitter So on Instagram we are At outrageously unnecessary. And, um, wait, oh, no, nope. oh no, you have a small child crying in the background i do
1: I Aww. do have a small, unhappy child
0: is it is it teeny bean?
1: It is teeny bean. Teeny bean for those is my daughter Stella. but we call <laughs> we call her teeny bean
0: because she is she's a small she is a small bean. she's a small bean. Yeah, but in any case, follow us on Instagram at Outrageously Unnecessary, and then on Twitter, we are unnecessary OUnnecessaryPod. Uh, that was the best that I could figure out to do for Twitter, because I felt like I needed pod in there, but you only have so many characters. Just follow us. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we will be doing this, hopefully... Uh, More regularly, I did make a resolution to put out an episode once a month. Um, Definitely failed that for January. But now that Steven is a permanent co-host or an alternating co-host, depending, uh, I have no idea uh but in any case i hope that you li- like listening to us please if you have any ideas or comments or suggestions or just wanted to give a nice little shout out to us uh you can email us at um outrageously unnecessary at gmail.com uh you can tag us on twitter you can uh go on our ne- Instagram but it really helps us out actually if you go onto iTunes and give us a rating and a review so yeah uh, rating and review rating and review rating and review and suggest us to your friends god that was a lot of stuff me just like sell us sell us please I think we're good
1: <laughs> I'd buy that for a dollar
0: I'd buy that for a dollar <laughs> <laughs> God damn
1: it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag society. Hashtag
1: society. Haley, thank you so much for for having me on. Uh, It's been a pleasure.
0: (laughs) Okay, bye, Steven.